As Memorial Day weekend approaches, Rorick Honda basks in the beauty of its neighborhood memories and longevity. Stop by Rorick Honda and check out a Civic, a Pilot, or anything in between. And experience the Rorick difference. And as always, visit Rorick.com. And there's an H on the podcast here from the Pittsburgh Business Show. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word jagoff. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the out of you. Yeah, jagoff! Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, jagoff? Hey, everybody's Jim Crin. Hey, it's Bonnie Diver. This is Kevin Wildbill. This is Mark Madden. Hi, this is Rocky Blair. I'm Jackie Kane. And this is the Jagoff Podcast. John just poked me like, did you see that? It was a little uncomfortable and awkward. I was just trying to have a conversation with our hostess about a client that she has that we met. But John poked me and said, here we are. We're at the Pittsburgh Business Show at the Convention Center. Year number three for us, I believe, is this year number four for you or year number three? We've been planning for four years. This is our third business show wow so three is huge three is the three is the uh lucky charm number so four planning three in, in attendance and it's a great show if you don't know about it you need to find out about it for next year because the planning will start literally the day after it's over right it's already started may 5th ah. and 6th next year okay of course so it's a cinco de mayo pittsburgh party and everything i can't wait for the nice uh, nice the, networking events going to be fabulous yeah perfect so, th- so this is the jagoff podcast if you're watching you can watch it right now on pittsburgh beautiful the uh, mm-hmm. facebook page and we are the pittsburgh podcast you can get us on itunes uh you can get us on google play music stitcher radio oh, you said stitcher i, hate I know when you do that and then of course the river's edge every thursday at 10 a.m right and uh we'd like you if you're on itunes we'd like you to if you're listening for the first time go ahead and leave a comment say something nice a so good we can, comment and yeah because Rachel does something, she gets she gets sore. <laughs> she seeks you out if you put something bad. Wow. She'll seek you out, right? Mm-hmm. More uh, but uh, the, and uh, we're from the Yajagov dot com blog, so we, this is where we talk about usually what was on the blog every week and. Well, we don't, we're going to go right by that because we have so many guests here at the Pittsburgh Business Show. Yeah, we're pretty excited. There's so much networking to be done here with so many different vendors. And Linda Joe, who is our hostess, who we were lucky enough to have on a couple episodes ago to talk about this, yep. is here to give a us a little trick. glimpse. She turned a trick with a guy. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, John. John does. Yeah, for real. So talk to us a little little bit about what to expect for year three. I can tell you that I think the most exciting point is that you've added this female component, right? That seems to be obviously you being the female-run business because you are the head of this whole uh, extravaganza. Sure. Um, so we did add the Women Who Embrace Life conference this year, so I'm super excited about that. So we have um, kind of taken a look at the floor plan we have red backgrounds for the women-owned businesses and i was super excited to have almost 50 percent of women-owned businesses this year um and then the other thing that we added this year that we're looking forward to adding to as well um, for the next couple years is the diversity inclusion conference with the pittsburgh metropolitan area hispanic chamber of commerce so we're really excited about that too this year so talk about that connection as far as how you build the expo is it just one more layer. Is that something where the people have attended and said, boy, I really need that? Or you're ahead of the time by, ahead of your time by seeing that this is something that everybody will need? Well, I started the event so that small businesses could come together in the Pittsburgh mm-hmm. market. And I think that one of the things we've been really, I think, 
good about is listening to our attendees and just what's going on in the community right now. Um, and so, you know, being a women-owned business, that was really near and dear to my heart to start the Women Who Embrace Life Conference. Um, so I was excited to bring that in personally. But with inclusion and diversity, I think that it's something that a lot of small businesses don't really feel. And my goal for the show is not only to bring Pittsburgh businesses together, but also to educate them. Barring those guests that are going to be on this podcast, which we'll keep secret for right now, yeah. what is one of the more amazing businesses you have here? Oh, dear. That's rough. Yeah, that's like, that yeah I'm pinning you down. Pick it up, Penny. I'm I'm, like, yep, I played Aaron Martin, investigative reporter right now. <laughs> Well, let's see. Um, I know. <laughs> I would have to say, um, I don't know. There's just amazing things. I mean, we have everything from Higher Images, which is the digital marketing of advertising course. agency. Yeah. I'm going to put that in Do you in know there. them? I do. Yeah. My husband actually and I own that company as well. Um, and so, And the Jagoff podcast. Oh, for God's sake. One of the new exhibitors is a manual fine art gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they actually were kind enough to work with us. And they are um, they let they lent me their a photo to use in my magazine, yeah. the Pittsburgh Business Spotlight. Um I mean, we have Pittsburgh Business Group on Health this year. There's a lot of new exhibitors. And then we have amazing exhibitors like Mr. Um, Adjusting and the Printing Press that have been here for three years. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Ford Business Machines, too. Yeah. They've been yeah. a great support and one of our sponsors for the past three years. Yeah. So we're excited to have nice. them, too. And they did a recharging station <laughs> this year. We tried to get businesses to get out of the box. Yeah. I'm taking the microphone off of you because I think you're trying, you're elbowing in for my job. And that's fine. <laughs> Can we have a podcast? Stop. Stop. Enough. Okay, that's that's it. That was the Yajaga podcast. Thanks it's, for coming on, Linda Joe. It's the, <laughs> no, we could do we can do a coffee podcast, the 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 morning Joe with Linda Joe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Here How about we go. That? Yeah. I know there's yeah, a meeting yeah, in our future yeah, for that. Yeah. No. I grabbed the microphone off of you because I wanted you to elaborate. You have truly single-handedly, and your husband, Brian, will say that you're obviously the backbone to how the growth has been, as you've mentioned, different. It's not just one type of business. That's what I love, right? It's so many different things. So there's really not a competition feel. It's more how do we work together and collaborate. On top of that, talk about the speed networking. Oh, yeah. So, yes, you're absolutely correct. I mean, the whole goal for Pittsburgh and for the show is so that I can get a bunch of different businesses in the same room. And networking is truly what this is about. It was never meant to be a trade show specifically, but that's what Pittsburgh understood was a trade show. And so that's where we brought in education. We brought in the workshops to help educate. And then we also do these amazing um, speed networking events with the Pittsburgh North Regional Chamber of Commerce. Now, I like the fact that um, you, if someone's listening to the podcast on Tuesday, they've missed this. Yeah. But the cool thing is you have events that lead up now. You don't have to wait until next year's Pittsburgh Business Show to to be a part of this because you'll do things all through the year now, right? Yeah, we're not necessarily a networking group. However, we are constantly sharing our networking groups that are part of the show's Mm -hmm. events. So we're a lot of different places. Um, We work with a ton of different groups. chambers that host events that we are always inviting our exhibitors to and um, the attendees and things. And then we do have our launch party, though. And our launch party will be in October the 22nd. Mm -hmm. Check our website for that date. (laughs) Um, But it'll be held at the HIP at the Flashlight Factory. um, And the AMP Group is actually our official caterer, so they'll be there, too. Linda Joe, thank you very, very much. Oh, oh, wait. Rachel's giving me the nasty finger. No. That was my no (laughs) She's like, No. 
Okay, so we noticed that there are awards behind us, and we know that the Pittsburgh Business Show is notorious for giving out fantastic awards. So we have our own award, and we want to see. Don't try to look at my game show sheet. <laughs> and so it's called the Yajagoff Award, and let's see if you if you can play. Okay, you ready? All right. Okay, Mike, you might want to pay attention on this one. <laughs> All right. Which news anchor did yoga to show a bad park job on our blog? Was it Aaron Martin, Colleen Brennan, or Kara Sapida? Uh, Karen. She got that yeah, one right. It was Kara right. yeah, yeah, yeah. so I have to say, Aaron Martin could be the go-to answer because we're, we tight. We tight. What favorite treat that claims to be an easy one to make recently traumatized John? Okay, this is because everything traumatizes John. Was it Including chocolate Rachel's chips? finger, nasty finger there. Was it chocolate chips? Was it the infamous pretzel salad that he always talks about? Or the Rice Krispie Treat? I'm going to say the Rice Krispie Treat. She's See? two for two. Yeah, there you go. Good, she good, two good, for two. good. I can't even believe it. I have no fingerprints and then the because th- of Rice Krispie Treat. <laughs> So I can commit crimes for the next month. He's not kidding either. And the third one is, wait, they did. Brett, don't make, don't plead his case, please. He broke spoons. He yeah, claims. it was really a stupid thing. Anyway, so the third one is we recently did an intercom podcast with Larry Richard and John Shumway. And then when we came out, we found a local celebrity who we bombarded and had on the podcast as well. Was it A, Johnny Angel? Was it B, David DiCello? Or was it C, Rick Seaback? Rick Seaback. She, you got it. Wow. She's a real jag off. Look three at that. Up yes. top, nice. sister. There that was go. impressive. So, that was yeah. That's our hostess. Mike, the pressure's on here for a couple of reasons, because one, this is a female kind of slanted podcast, female business-oriented podcast, so, you know, you kind of, now, Linda Joe did say that the red represents the female business, you I have almost that. red cool. on, right? You have, all, you have uh, a maroon on. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not even so, close, it's maroon, it's burgundy it's, maroon. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hint of red, it's a well, hint can, of red. Can I say that? female run my corporations and there they, you go they, they that's tell, how you they got tell me what to do that's, that's how you got it. okay advice, we so. like it we if like it helps it. the nice. way you should have worded that was females run my corporation and that's why it's as as, as successful as it is very good that's why it's very thank successful you. Yeah. thank you thank you <laughs> so mike is from uh what is, wait uh, uh, Wait. Say it right. Oh, Young's Hot Tubs. I'm looking yeah. right at it. Yeah. So, Jesus. It's bigger uh, on the back of my shirt. Oh, there you go. It's like a bowling yeah. shirt. I love it. Yeah. So, tell us about Young's Hot Tubs. Now, when I think of a hot tub, I think of the thing I go out and I buy, and then I use it for about six weeks, and then I go, geez, I don't have any more time to do it, <laughs> unless we start podcasting from a hot tub. Right? Wow. He's, he's sales That's your way right of trying now. to get a hot tub. I think so. I, yes. like, I like how <laughs> yes. you approach that. Yeah. I'm well, let's sorry. talk about hot tubs. Well, yes. A lot of people buy hot tubs thinking they may be a novelty, but lovely, lovely Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh weather. It's rainy. It's cold. Snow. Yeah. So people use them more often than you think. Yeah, yeah. And so I, it, I like when the weather is crappy like this. So oh, okay. Yeah, I don't like the 80, 90-degree days and sunny. We want it to be rainy <laughs> and cold. So. Well, and go through, go through those typical questions that everybody asks, right? So how long have you been in business? Where are you located? And kind of what got you into this business <laughs> to begin with? Well, altogether, I've been in business for 29 years. I started my and first... And you're 31. I'm, well, close to it, okay. yes. 40. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I started my first business when I was 11. It's a landscaping business. I sold it when I was in my early 20s. 
and I uh, bought out a gentleman that was struggling in the hot tub service department wow. business. And then that led to me repairing thousands of hot tubs, and now my company's repaired over 15,000 hot tubs. And Isn't because of our because of our service, it led into us selling the best hot tubs, saunas, the best uh, swim spas that you can get. And we never forgot our roots, which is service. And when you have an owner that has worked on thousands and thousands of tubs, you know that's the backbone of a company. Yeah. And because of our service, it led into the largest sales that we've uh, that you could possibly have between Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Buffalo. That's crazy. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, I think the biggest uh, fight over hot tubs is how many jets. Everybody wants to sit in front of a jet. Would that be true? Yes. We, we have 110 jet tubs, which is more jets than you would ever need. Uh, like my back. I'm going to put the jet on there. And you lean. You do your yoga thing to lean oh lean God. into your back, right? This That's is more exactly than I want to yeah. know. About One him. of our favorite jets that or tubs that we bought is called the Anti-Gravity Lounge. It's the only lounge like it in the world where you hover above the jets about an inch, and it covers every inch of your body. Yeah, it's amazing. Look at John's face. Wow. <laughs> so when you say, why do people use a hot tub, yeah. they go out and they hover in a hot tub and just relax. Yes. Wow. Well, here's the question I have. So at one point in time, hot tubs were more known as a luxury versus something that people use regularly. Yep. And I think more so we're seeing now in this day and age that while it's, I'm sure, priced affordably in different yep. categories, yep. I think that it's not as much luxury, but people are noticing that you can use it to make yourself more limber, to kind of relax, that it's mm-hmm. becoming a staple in people's lives, right? It really is. The, the, the therapy that you get from a therapy, tub, that the was relaxation right. and the stress of your day literally melts away mm-hmm. when you soak in a hot tub for a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. But what we've also are noticing is families with young kids that are getting tubs, uh, getting the swim spas and getting saunas and stuff, that they that's their family time. Mm-hmm. So I, I talk all day. I listen all day. When I go home, I have two boys. They're 10 and 12, and they're full of energy. Right. So what better to get kids into a hot tub, wear that energy off, but I also get to spend family time. And I'm tired, but yes. sitting in a hot tub doesn't take much effort. And <laughs> this is an honest question, and I don't mean any disrespect by it, but I recall any time we would travel with my children, regardless of their ages, and there were hot tubs, I always operated under that rule that children are not supposed to be in that. Is that not true? It is true to a point. Like okay. kid, kids can't <clears throat> expel heat like adults. So okay. when, when my kids were two or three, we let them kick their feet. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then when they were five, six, we'd let them dip in the water for a little bit, but okay. then sit on the edge of the hot tub. And then when they're eight, ten years old, we just let them do what they want. So that is not an old wives' tale. It's not an old wives' tale. But when you, go, when you go to public places, too, they like to throw all those chemicals in there, mm. and I hate chemicals. Mm. So I'm one of the very few dealers in the industry that doesn't sell chemicals, and I sell an all-natural enzyme. That is a lot healthier uh, for the kids. That was the segue. <laughs> yeah. So we talked ahead there of time, you John. See, you weren't she, there. She's good at leading oh, into that. There. I'm a good leader yeah. in her. She, yeah. Well, she she elbowed me, too. Let me know what's going on. You know, she's very good at ask, very asking good. questions. But if you look at her taping situation out here in front of us, yeah. it's not very good. She's not a crafter whatsoever. <laughs> not a crafter, not a crafter My whatsoever. My daughter will tell you. So, and I think the other thing that I've found out is that when you used to get a hot, when you got a hot tub, you had to get all this electrical, and you're going to drain your, your, your Duquesne light thing's going to buzz like a buzz saw, and you're going to cut two-by-fours on it. That's not the case at oh all. They're, no. they're way more efficient now. No. They, uh, on average, they cost about 30 to Fifty dollars a month. You you just run a two twenty line, or you can just pr- plug it right into an outlet. Favorite, very, very favorite line. You can't favorite get hurt. line. Michael Keaton two twenty two twenty one. Whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah. You can't get hurt. Go back to the chemicals though, because we had a perfect segue, and you jumped in and asked a question that we weren't ready for. See, this so, is why we don't wow, get along. Okay. This is why we're taking separate cars. He huh? said, "Wow." <laughs> you like to keep the person on his desk. 
<laughs> so talk to us a little bit about, obviously, have repairing and servicing these. Yes. You've gotten used to knowing what works, what doesn't, right? Yes. I'm sure it was like a launch and learn kind of thing. As far as chemicals and, and the world we live in today, right? You don't want to have that kind of chemical stigma because Correct. people will come down on you. So what have you learned? What caused you to kind of get into the chemical part of it? Well, because of working on tubs, I saw the damage that they did to the hot tub. And I was working on stainless steel, titanium parts. And I'm like, if the chemicals are eating through titanium and stainless steel and I'm plastic, job, right? what's it doing? What's it doing to the body? Right. So I did not want to be part of that. So I gave up what I thought was greed. And I said, I don't want to be part of the chemical bit. And I found these, this enzyme about 10 years ago. And the gentleman who invented the enzyme is who I deal with directly. He took a personal liking to me and kind of opened up some doors. And now because of putting this enzyme out there, it doesn't destroy your hot tub. And it's healthy for kids. It's healthy for adults. And because I chose to do the right thing, it generated millions of dollars of referral after referral after referral. But don't let me fool you. I've made millions of dollars off of chemical damaged hot tubs. But I've never sold a chemical before. Oh, and that's wow, the beauty. Yeah. So, so doing the right thing has opened up many, many doors, and it actually led into a separate corporation called Zymefect. And Zymefect is where we have a whole line of cleaning products. We can kill bed bugs all naturally. We in the commercial swimming pools. Wow. So when you go to that hotel or you go to YMCA, when you have our commercial-grade enzyme in there, it's a lot healthier for everybody that uses it. And it saves... So you can purchase it. Like, yeah. in a, oh, okay. I misunderstood that part. Yep. Great. Oh, yeah. You know, so, I'm going wow. on a trip this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be buying Rachel's them. buying stock in your I company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's going on. Wow, well, that's awesome. It is the exciting part because, the, again, the gentleman that I met, he, he is allowing me to sell the commercial-grade enzyme and the only one in the world to do it wow. because he knows that I represent his product properly. Okay. Yeah. And it's not about money. It's, yeah. it's about doing the right thing. Right. Yeah. Yep. right. And For that's sure. it. Rachel asked the good questions. I asked Thank the you. dumb questions. And uh, <laughs> what is the, you crazy, your fingers on what is the craziest place that you've put a hot tub? Oh, that's a good uh, question. I like that. Thank you, Rach. Yeah. Craziest place would be uh, we had to use a crane uh, along Allegheny River, and we had to use a crane to lift it over a house onto a deck that was over hanging out over <laughs> into Allegheny. That's awesome. And, uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> So that that one is one of. Did the, anybody try to pay you to ride in the hot tub? No, but we, we had some. We've had some that wanted to do that. Yes, that was the most beautiful. That was the most beautiful. The other oh, the man. other was the gentleman who built a three story deck, and he just put them on four by four posts. So four by four posts is real small. Okay. And I look at this deck, and I said, "There's no way I'm going to go out there." <laughs> I said, you got to sign off and let me put the tub there because I still want to sell the hot tub. Yeah, I right. said, but I'm not responsible <laughs> if this thing collapses. But I would not step foot on that, and that was the craziest setup I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's good. A, yeah. I love the crane story. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. You yeah. get in some <laughs> sticky situations. Can you imagine? That <laughs> yeah. is too funny. So you, oh, I'm sure you have a hot tub. And what do you recommend as far as a hot tub and how many times a day or week or whatever you get into it and things like that? Well, that's the beauty is uh, there's so many different tubs out there. It comes mm -hmm. down to what you want to get out of the hot tub, mm -hmm. and it comes down to how many people are going to be using it, how many family members, do you have young kids, do you have old kids. So there's so many questions that okay. we don't want to just throw you into a hot tub. Right. That's why I encourage you to come to the showroom. We'll spend as much time as you need till you get comfortable, and then we'll find a tub that fits your needs and then also fits your budget. Right. So it's never been about money. I thought you could say fits your butt. butt. <laughs> <laughs> your budget. Well, I knew so. I was going to say it. I see it. 
It's like two I'm not weeks. Gonna, such a gutter. I'm not going to say any names, but last week there was a couple. Yeah. That this they, is going to be good. It wasn't okay. us. This is going to be good. They wanted this one hot tub, okay? And I'm not going to get into too many details. Okay. They wanted this one hot yeah, tub. Yeah, there's HIPAA requirements with hot tubs. Cor- correct. That's exactly it. So it, it, was a, it was a fairly expensive hot tub, and I'm looking at them, and I'm looking at the hot tub, and I'm trying to be nice and say that they're not going to fit in it. In a nice, pl- nice way, but they really like the hot tub, and I, I've been down this road before. Okay. I know the water will overflow. I know they won't fit in the seats and stuff. So, I, in a nice way, I directed them to a tub that I know would fit them, but it was five thousand dollars cheaper. So there's again, it goes back to where it's not about money. Yeah. It's about getting them in the right product, so they're happy, so they tell everybody about right. it. Right. This is where we. So yes, there are. We run into complications. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> wow, who knew that was going to go that direction? But I love it. Oh, I hope I don't get in trouble like, over yes, that you one. You have to. See, yeah, I don't think. <laughs> but that's being honest too, yeah. is like, without coming out and saying you're not going to. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a tough thing to do. <laughs> I. Yeah, and you can't discount it just because it's not your fault. Correct. Yes, right. that's, oh, that's a, a quandary. Uh-huh. And we have to remind do. everybody, we've been talking to you. We're talking to Mike from Young's Hot Tub, and you're where Who again? Knew this would be so interesting. We're in Union City, PA. It's a small town just north of here, okay. About, okay. about an hour and a half north of here. But we, we offer, again, the best service. So coming to Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Buffalo is easy for us. But there's yeah. an online component as well. Oh, so yeah. And the enzyme you can buy online as well, I assume, right? Do you ship that? No, we don't put the pricing online because, okay. again, we want you to call and let us let us find the tub for you. It's not about money. Okay. So we want to make sure you're happy with your purchase. It's too bad I'm selling my house because I'd buy a hot tub right now. Just live in a hot tub. People live in their house, (laughs) in their cars. Well, that brings up a couple points is if you do sell a house and you're building a house or moving into a house, we'll come out for free and help you design your area so you can put your hot tub in. Because a lot of people do construction. And they are like, ah, I wish I would have thought about this. And it's too late because I already built all the construction. Mm. But I'll come out for free and give you some ideas and help you design around where the hot tub or swim spa or sauna goes. Is it better inside or outside the hot tub? I like outside because I I, I like it cold. Yeah. I like the snow. I like the rain. The boys and I will go when it's 20 below zero. Oh, my God. Our hair will freeze. Our eyebrows. Yeah. (laughs) We love it. But getting into it when there's snow sucks. Oh, sure. (laughs) So I spoiled my wife and I with uh, heated mats. Last okay. winter, and uh, now I use we use the hot tub even more. Wow! Because I don't want my feet getting yeah, cold. Yeah, yeah, I could get it. Yeah, I get it for sure. <laughs> I've got. John <laughs> bought a car with heated seats because I needed that for the, uh, the winter months. Right. Later, yeah. So right. I yeah. completely understand. Yeah. Now we have a bunch of questions <coughs> which you may not have heard or may have heard. We thank God we had you in a soundproof booth earlier. Okay. Uh, but the uh, before we go do that, tell everybody where they find you online. You can go to youngshottubs.com and you can search there, or you can go to zymeffect.com as well. And you on uh, the Instagrams and Twitters and Facebooks and all that. Yes, uh, yeah. uh, that is the department that I don't know about. Okay, so I'm, a, I'm probably <laughs> we'll the sure youngest business owner yeah. that doesn't do the whole okay. technology <laughs> thing. You're not the only one. We hear that a lot. I like it, but we have phenomenal staff that uh, <laughs> yeah. does do all the all yeah. the Instagram, the Facebook, and all mm-hmm. the social media stuff that I know is important. We'll but have a link I just in the don't show do notes. it. Yeah, we'll yeah. make sure we put a link in the show notes. And, well, that's nice. Uh, and the Jagoff special. If you call Mike and say I heard you on the Jagoff podcast, what do you get, John? Pay twenty percent more. <laughs> pay twenty percent more because we, we get the we get the, the lead. You get the twenty percent. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Thanks for figuring not, them out, Mike. Do not call up there and call Mike a jag off. No. Just, don't do that. All right. So we know you didn't listen to these. Let's see if right. you're going to win the jag off award. <laughs> Which news anchor did yoga to show a bad park job? Was it Aaron Martin, Colleen Brennan, or Kara Sapida? Aaron Martin. Urgh. 
That was a nice try. <laughs> Linda Joe's in the lead. It was Carissa Pida. What favorite treat that claims to be easy? Well, this is easy. Traumatized John. Was it chocolate chips, <laughs> his favorite pretzel jello salad, or Rice Krispie treats? That one you know. I would say Rice Krispie yeah. treats. Yeah. Good so job. did you, did you, his finger. How did you, dude, here's what happened. Mix, tried mixing it with your hand. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. The pan I was making, they cannot be that hard to make, but you melt that marshmallow and you have it all ready, and I'm mixing it, and I broke two wooden spoons trying to mix the stuff and i didn't swear there and and i got so mad i broke two spoons and i'm like ah and i reached in there with my hands to mix and i'm like how stupid can you be and then i go ah and then of course now rice krispie treats it's in the hood of my (laughs) oven of my stove it's everywhere in the meantime i can't it's like hot glue i can't get it off my face so anyways that that was the deal yeah 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 yeah. question three yeah i had to ask so the story he's told since we got here. So he's just a big kid, right? Oh, he's a baby. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And on our Intercom episode with Larry Richard and John Shumway, what Pittsburgh celebrity did we bombard last minute to get him on the podcast? Was it Johnny Angel, David DiCello, or Rick Seabeck? Rick. Rick Good Seabeck job. it was. Two out of three ain't yeah. bad. And the funny <laughs> thing is, is that uh, he literally just had this leg surgery and he had the big leg injury. He's been, he was laid yeah. up for seven weeks. Yeah. And we literally attacked him in a dark hallway and did not let him sit. <laughs> we didn't realize until after the fact <laughs> that he was standing oh my the entire God, he's time. he's standing there. Yeah, so. So. Well, we are, Linda Joe, thank you, of course, for again thank putting you. this on. And thank you so much to Mike. We're so pleasure to meet you. Yeah, like I said, really I didn't good. know what to expect because we did a little bit of research. We knew what you were coming on to talk about. We know it's a luxury that we can't have but well we sell refurbished hot tubs as low as two thousand dollars you should have a jagoff brand Reverb. Yeah. Yeah. Get your get your logo right across there so many so many questions asked you which we want so they are affordable so i love it Welcome. It's, it's like that time of business. year. When Sarah comes on, we know it's that time of year. We're almost super excited. summer. Yeah. It's kind of rainy. Yeah. Wow. Don't it's say that. We don't trapped. say the R word. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's almost trapped. Trapped. Yeah. Hashtag almost and, trapped. Almost trapped. That actually, kudos to you because you're getting traff out there. Nobody figures it out. That they're, they're always like, three rivers are expensive. It's trapped. It's trapped, right? It's just trapped. Yeah. It's so much easier. I don't have time for the Dollar Bank Three Rivers Arts Festival all at 17 <laughs> times in an interview. Trapped. You know? How does Dollar Bank feel about that? Are they okay? Yeah, they're cool. Okay, cool. They're cool. As long as they say Dollar Bank at least a couple times okay. through yeah. the interview, they're, they're, they're totally So trapped. I'll be your hype man. You guys they're talk good. and I'll go Dollar Bank. Yeah. yeah. Dollar don't, Bank. We're rapping to trap. No, don't do that. Please <laughs> don't, 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 do that. don't ever yeah. do that. Now, now Dollar Bank is mad, actually. <laughs> They're done. They're They'll never be our sponsor. Oh, no. for sure. So no. we need to know the the big questions. You know, like what year is it for traffic? The sixtieth. Oh, it's the this, biggie. The, the That's biggie. right. This is yeah. sixty consecutive. That's crazy. Three Rivers yeah. Arts Festival. Saw how it's, I baited that because we actually that attended yeah. the event. Yeah. So um, that it was 60 years of celebrating. But yeah, that that's, is nuts. it's a big deal. It's mm-hmm. a really, I mean, props to Pittsburgh, first right. of all, because to be in a city that supports an arts festival yep. for 60 years is amazing. Yeah. That most cities can't say that. And then props to all my predecessors, like all the 
executive directors and artistic directors that came before me that kept people coming back, that, you know, never let it get stale, that, you know, my job was pretty easy when I came in. It was like I inherited this great thing, and I just That's get to, to try say, to make it better. Because you do a great job. Thanks. What did the first one look like? Do you, do we, I, good oh my question. Know? I do know. know. I do yeah. know. So it was um, 1960. I had the privilege of interviewing um, Babs Widows before she sadly passed away last year. But um, two years ago, I interviewed her, and she was on the original women's committee at the Carnegie Museum of Art, which was the original committee that put together the Three Rivers Arts Festival. The director of the Carnegie came to these women and said, I want to take the art out of the museum and put it into the streets. And so these women went out and they got funding and they found a space and they got all, you know, everything together to do this arts festival. So they built pavilions down at the point. It didn't look like it did now, but they built these pavilions and put art in them and they all blew into the river. Because they didn't like <laughs> it rained. Right. <laughs> it rained. It was windy. Nobody, they didn't have fly space productions. No one was asking about their like wind threshold. And they literally blew into the wow. river. And so Babs was like, yeah, that first year we were soaking wet. We were trying to hang on to the pavilions to like keep them from So blowing. that's what we started the tradition of rain. Yeah. From, from, right. from yeah. the jump. <laughs> that's crazy. Was, and as uh, far as art, what kind of art was there? You know, now it's, it's sort of grown into all these fun categories do you know yeah. what the art looked like at that point um it was bigger art it oh, was okay. more it started as more of a public art show okay um, so, so more of a bigger, viewing yeah okay. bigger pieces bigger 2d pieces bigger sculptures like literally um stuff from the carnegie museum's collection outside, outside. gotcha that's pretty oh, cool yeah. yeah and now look yeah. at what it is now i have these earrings yeah. that i bought that everybody compliments and i wear them year round and they always say where did you get them and i proudly say traff traff now i can say there's Wait, their the 60th year. Are not what you have? Oh, these are Target. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Target's <laughs> useful too. Target, and what's the furthest? What's the furthest now that some artists uh, travel to get here? Well, um, in the artist market, we mm-hmm. have an artist from Istanbul <clears throat> that comes. Um, as far as our public art, we're going to have these large, life-size animals made out of flip-flops and they are coming from Kenya. Oh, I saw, yeah. So yeah. We, saw, we yeah. saw the video. Yeah. Ocean awesome. Soul Africa. How crazy yeah. is that someone We're thought of that. that. So yeah. excited about that. So we will have a four meter giraffe that is being shipped today actually from Kenya um, and then the artist is coming to ship a, so four meters is like 15 feet. It's like a proper giraffe. Um, like a full-grown adult giraffe. So to get him here, he had to be dismembered. So the artist is then coming and reassembling him, and he will be there the first day of, so of the cool. festival. Wow. And I'm glad so you I put think it into feet because that helps. Because I wouldn't. I'm terrible. Right? You're like at, four meters. Is that like on the table? Right. No. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I was I going miles. I was like, wow, that's the biggest <laughs> giraffe I've ever it's seen. It's a huge giraffe. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's so what else can we giraffe. expect? What's different? Um, Every year I feel like there's just something new. Oh, I yeah, know. I yeah. love the fact Tony Landolino is a very good friend of ours. Yeah. We're so excited to hear that you've selected people to kind of be your recipients of, is it like a For the emerging artist? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the Emerging Artist um, Program is so exciting. We started it in 2002. We mm-hmm. were the one of the first festivals to do it. And so as an emerging artist, you apply. You can have never been in an outdoor arts festival before. That's the qualification. You have to live within 150 miles of the festival. So they're relatively local artists that are you know sort of trying out if they want to do festivals or not. And we select eight. 
Um, they come in two sessions, four in the first session, four in the second session. We pair them up with a mentor, somebody who's been doing the arts festival year over year. So they help them set up their booth. They tell them, they help them with their price points. They help them coach them on interacting with customers and how to sell That's your awesome. art. Because a lot of artists are not great at that. A lot sure. of artists they're will come with like a wingman. Business, right? yes. Yeah. yeah Cause they're mm-hmm. like, I make this beautiful art, but I don't want to talk what? to humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I'm not a salesperson. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I am in my studio making pottery and like, right. So they'll, they'll bring somebody with them who will help sell the art. So we pair them all up and Tony is one of them. Tony, um, I love Tony. He's a his great work guy. is amazing. He yeah. uses a really old technique where, um, he uses wax, a type mm-hmm. of wax and, um, it's very, very rare. It's people just don't do it anymore. And his work is gorgeous. He's been in our juried visual art show before he's gotten okay. juried into our, um, juried visual arts exhibition, but this will be the first time where he'll have a booth in in the um, marketplace, in the market. yeah, that's great. yeah. So that's been happening for a while. This year, we had an intern last year um, identify all of our emerging artists through the years, and so we have an intern working this year to cross reference with the artists coming back in 2019. So all of the artists that were ever emerging artists will have a little sign in their booths that that, that say, "I was an emerging artist." Oh, that's cute because it's launched so many careers oh, through I'm the sure. years. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So let's switch from the uh, the visual arts to the musical arts, right? So, because so that's John's yeah, thing. That he that loves is, live music. Oh, yep. li- live music. This is a, a music fest. It is. And uh, who, you always have this, uh, you have a unique way of getting all these great bands to come in here. Do you talk them into coming to Pittsburgh? Well, we work with uh, a local promoter, and then we work with agents, and we, you know, work year-round talking to people and building up the arts festival. And we're positioned really well, kind of in between Governor's Ball and Bonnaroo, so we can sometimes get those acts to to oh, route down okay. through Pittsburgh. That yeah. happens sometimes. Um, sometimes, you know, they're just on tour. Otherwise. Um, but we have had a lot of luck at, you know, like Mavis Staples was here last year and she just flew in for the, for the arts festival. You know, we asked her to come and, and she did. Um, Indy Irie is on tour this year. She's mm-hmm. opening for us. It was not like a logical, you know, she wasn't like playing Philly the day before and Detroit the day after anything mm-hmm. like that. She is going out of her way to open the festival for How us about here. That? I'm so excited. Yeah. Is it, oh my God. I mean, is it, um, <clears throat> I don't know how to ask this, I guess, in not a weird way, but is it easy to talk these groups into coming here? Is the music scene attractive? Or, or it's just really, well, if you pay us, we'll come. Um, it's kind of a combo. It depends on the okay. artist. Um, people do like playing Three Rivers because you get to play to a lot of people. If we have, if the park is full, it's about 10,000 people. So that's bigger than yeah. a lot of these acts would typically play. Mm-hmm. And okay. the fact that that's it's true. a free festival is really appealing to people. They know that their music is going to reach people that it might not otherwise. So mm. that's appealing. Um, they're still business people. This is still the way they make their living. So we do like a lot of people also think, oh, it's a free festival. Like all the artists must not be paid. Like every everybody's like donating their time or what? No, like it's not a free festival to right. run. <laughs> we pay all of the artists um, that are on the main stage from the local, you know, smaller artists that are on the acoustic stage to dance groups to anybody who's on the stage gets paid. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we pay wow. them, you know, headliner fees. So um, we did the same again, thing last year. Remember, we donated half of what we got back right? for being on we the did. stage at Gateway like Center. That. Yeah, we're so good. generous. We are. <laughs> we're glad you. We're Love glad it. you recognize that, Sarah. So let's highlight. What's your favorite oh, part? 
Uh, what is my favorite? Because before, you know, let me, let me yeah. pave it by saying when you and I were talking prior to, I said, I never asked you this. Are you that person who's there the entire time? Indeed you are. Yes, You're sort of I like am. living. You, yeah. you mesh in with like the concrete at some point. I do. They're, I do. They're stepping over my you. Co- my cousin lives in Gateway, which is super useful. So she's always like, girl, just come up whenever yeah. you need anything. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's really great. And, and otherwise I just go home but you at get night. To take and come it all back. in, right? And I think my favorite part is the people. Just Good people answer. watching, watching Pittsburgh come to the arts festival is so fun. You guys are so happy to be there typically. Yeah. And everybody yeah. complains about the rain, but I see everybody. And when it starts to rain, everybody has this like, I told you so <laughs> yeah. look on their faces. And Pittsburgh is <laughs> like to like, I told you so, you know, so there's that sense of like, when it's a really beautiful day, people are a little bit like, oh, we got so lucky at the Arts Festival. They're also a little disappointed. It's kind of funny. They're like, oh, it was really beautiful all day long. It yeah. didn't rain. And you're like, uh, you, sometimes you have to start happens. getting like the trap poncho. Like, right. You could we, super we, those are available. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I really, I love all the different people that come down. I love the generations that come down. There are right. so many families yeah. that come that well, are like there's a story, right? Everybody has a story and, on why they come. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I love that, like, everybody kind of shares their stuff. I love watching people come together in in the park and everybody talking, you know, oh, I got these earrings. And, you know, like, oh, did you spin in the Los Trompos? And, you know, like, I'm really looking forward to that. Two years ago, we had Umbrella Sky Project. Oh, that, I and love Everybody that. Yeah. was, you know, getting Taking their pictures, pictures taken. Yeah. Under the, meet me at the umbrellas. Yeah. And that was really fun. So I think really the people are, right? Because right. everyone has their own favorite part of traffic. Everyone, sure. Like you said, everyone has their reason for coming down. Right. Um, so that's And the food. That's, that's how say. my kids come. Do, right. That's do the right. artists, do yes. the art, how do you get to know, like, the thing about the sandal art from uh, Kenya? Do people pitch you or yeah. are you just searching the internet on a regular basis? <laughs> I love that. People think I just, like, Google yeah, my Googler. Cool like, she's art. She's a famous Googler. Cool public art. <laughs> oh, Umbrella Sky. Yeah, no, do they have agents with, that come in and pitch you? They, they do. So, um, Flip the Flop, Ocean Soul Africa, came through Drap Art, which is a big festival, recycled arts festival that happens in Spain every year. Remember like, they had a part of it here? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like three years That's ago. Right. And so we've we've kept working with Tanya okay. Grass as the director of Drap, and so Tanya's become a friend. And so when Drap happens, then she'll reach out and say, I had this really great artist, and they would be great for the festival. Mm. Um, and she'll kind of act as as a coordinator okay. for me. So that's how that came. Um, Los Trompos, the spinning tops that are coming, mm-hmm. came through. Uh, they have been similar installations have been in different places around the country. And they were commissioned by the High Museum in Atlanta. And Jose Diaz, who's the curator, a curator at the Warhol Museum, saw them down there okay. and he's also on my advisory board and so he shot me an email and was like hey I saw this thing at, so you have in scouts. Atlanta so I've got scouts you yeah. I've, got, I've got we call them you advisory board you I've got people, people. Yeah, I yeah, have people so I don't have, to, I don't have to Google it yeah. um, people will, will send me emails and, and lots of other ones and then the artists for the market we do kind of hustle I go to other okay. arts festivals I hand out oh Three Rivers is coming mm-hmm. our open calls in October um, it's in Pittsburgh if I you know um, 
And then we we try to treat all the artists in the artist market really well, mm-hmm. so that they go out. They have all these like closed Facebook groups where they all oh, talk okay. about each sure. other. Word so if you yeah. yeah, so if you if one of the artists will let you see like they they if you are not nice to the artist or don't make it easy for you, they will bash your uh. festival. It's really interesting because you know they all stick together. This is sort of what they do in the summer when they're planning out their summer. They'll say, oh, you sh- you really want to do this show? I did really well, and the it's really organized. Organized and you know the load in is easy and they give you breakfast and they're really nice and what and and Pittsburghers buy a lot of art which is mm. how we um, okay. Okay. keep that people sense, coming yeah. back yeah uh, we don't need I any traff bash Sarah. no traff bash no. or dollar bank no. traff bash no so, right. no no DB so we have some bash. questions before because we know you have to go to work yeah right? I do yeah. Yeah. It sucks because I couldn't you're one of those people I could interview all day I could just sit and talk <laughs> to you she said I that just, the Rick Seaback too so like oh you you rule. I didn't. Yeah. John fanboys over Ooh. him. I don't. But Thank I you're more him. my you're Thank my, God that's you're my on type, Sarah. <laughs> do you, I, thanks, man. <laughs> no offense to Rick Seaback by any means. Okay, so no, because we business. are at the Pittsburgh Business Show, we are um, on the main stage. Yeah, it's pretty business and networking based. Uh-huh. They're giving away behind us awards in specific Ooh. categories. There's just just different Pittsburgh Business Show awards. So we're gonna have a Jagoff Award. So oh. we're gonna test your knowledge. Oh no! So here's what it is: okay. Which news anchor did yoga? To show there was a bad park job. Was it A, Aaron Martin? This was on the Ajagoff blog. Okay. Aaron Martin, Colleen Brennan, or Kara Sapida? Uh, Aaron Martin. Wrong. You would think that because we're tight with him, but yeah. no, it was Kara yeah, Sapida. It was Kara Sapida. Okay. Really? Yeah. Yoga extraordinaire. Yeah. yeah. Question two. Huh. What favorite treat that claims to be an easy thing to make traumatized oh. John? Was oh, it A, chocolate chip cookies? I mean, was it B, his favorite pretzel jello salad? Or C, rice oh, krispie treats? Oh, God, you treats? like that? I he loves we, it. We should, okay, that. we're going we're gonna to tangent <laughs> on that be, for just a second. Oh, One time no, at Thanksgiving, my, I didn't know what this was, okay? No one does. And, just, and, John and they and like Mary jello, Mac. right? Yeah. And so my mother-in-law was like, I'm bringing the strawberry pretzel salad. Now, she loves like a spinach salad. Salad with strawberries and Me stuff. Too, yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe she's going to put pretzels instead of croutons. That's kind of cute. I was like three weeks postpartum. It was Thanksgiving. <laughs> she shows up with this jello pretzel situation. It was not salad. Were you I'm annoyed? Cry- I was cry- You know how your hormones are after. I'm sobbing. Like, now we don't have salad and we have jello. Um, maybe that did oh, that wait, traumatize you? Because like no. that traumatized me. Yeah. Do you like no, it? no, he oh, loves it. I, so. love I don't it. understand love it. it. Yeah. I don't know it's why just, they call the it a cool salad. It's so no. Actually, the answer it, was Rice Krispie treats. You're not winning this. Sarah. I am not yeah. winning this. They, they, Rice Krispie treats burned my fingerprints off for a month. Yeah, that was traumatized. I tried to mix them with my hand. Well, there you go. After two spoons broke. So. Oh, were you using? I bet, I bet there's terrible a business yeah, here right. that if sells <laughs> really sturdy spoons that could help you. What not to right. do. All right, here's the last Goodness one. Maybe you gracious. can redeem. <laughs> On not. our Intercom episode with Larry Richard and John Shumway. Wait, Which Pittsburgh celebrity did we bombard last minute to get on the podcast? Was it Johnny Angel, 
David DiCello or Rick Seaback? Oh, I love all of them. Rick Seaback. Yeah. You Rachel'd her because I do that to my middle son. Do you? When we play when we play games, I'm like, it's me. Well, I figured it wasn't Johnny. No. We could have access to him. Yeah, that yeah. And then and then Dave is one of the artists in the market every year and and so I feel like I would have he would have been like, Hey, I was on YouTube. Yeah, he would have and I didn't get ahead of <laughs> See how I did that? That was really Sarah good. Sarah so Thank clever. you. So where does everybody find all about, and now it's hashtag Traff, or is yes. it going to be Traff19? Uh, Traff. The hashtag? Traff. I think Traff. it's hashtag Traff19, actually. Okay, cool. Uh, but all the info is on our website, which is mm-hmm. trustarts.org slash Traff. Yep. Um, June 7th through the 16th. Nice. Kicks off at noon, goes till 9. Cool. Every night. That's awesome. That's point. good to know. Yeah. yeah, and we'll obviously put that in the show notes so everybody For sure. knows. Yeah. Perfect. Come and we'll put down. your home phone number in there, too, in case anybody <laughs> yeah. wants to know. In my cell. I don't have a home phone number. Yeah, <laughs> right. for sure. Sarah from the Pittsburgh Cultural Trust. Thank you so, so much. Thanks, guys. So we're at the Pittsburgh Business Show. Todd Marley. Todd, financial services could be planning, it could be accounting, it could be bookkeeping. Help us take us take us to your story. Yeah. Let's put it this way: I'm a hot mess with finances, so you take it from the beginning. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a lot of different things that you know. Marley Financial started off as a financial company. Okay, you know, we did primarily right. retirement planning and investments, and you know the traditional help with taxes and all that fun stuff. Um, back in 2012. Um, Federal government passed the new law. Everybody knows it as the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare. Mm -hmm. And as a numbers guy, I looked at that and said, well, there's going to be a lot of pain points with this. And I said, there's got to be a way for people that don't need, right? So part of the reason why the ACA plans were so expensive um, are because every one of those plans have mandated coverages. There's full maternity benefits and pediatric coverage and well baby visits and all kinds of stuff that's built in. Well, that's fine for a 30-year-old. But a 59-year-old that just left GE and retired and now has to buy his own health care, he doesn't need it. Right. 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 Uh, the other reason why it's so expensive is it's guaranteed issue. In other words, you know, you have somebody that's 50 years old, they run marathons, they're in great shape, you have another 50-year-old that's an 800-pound diabetic smoking 12 packs of cigarettes a day, right? There's a difference. So For the sure. healthy people were getting paying so much more because they're subsidizing all the unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So we designed a the first non-ACA plan in the country. We called it actually the Pro-Life Health Plan was the first thing, uh, the first design. And we were able to basically strip out a lot of the mandated coverages, and it was an underwritten chassis. So we're literally half the cost of an ACA plan did very well and we continued to work that individual market and then i started looking at the groups i'm going okay business owners they're in the same thing they have mm-hmm. the same type of plans you have the same cost drivers right and you talk to people and you go look don't you realize that you know you go to the doctor and you pay a 50 dollars copay and the insurance company pays 50 bucks but they're billing them 250 I said, there's all kinds of fat and markup in there let me show you how we can reduce your cost so we've created some things on the group side that we're now able to save companies 30, 40, heck, even 50% on wow. their group health chassis by redesigning it and teaching them how to be better consumers of health care. And getting some, rid of the SIG corner outside, right? Oh, yeah, get rid of all sake, that. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, is it the common, I guess the question would be, how? what made you come to that realization? Why that part of finance? Did something happen 
to you? No. The, um, the, like or, I said, we were... It's the overall complaint, yeah, I was right? a number guy, right? Okay. And I'm looking oh, and I'm okay. going, okay, yeah. hey, we're going to create this planet. Everybody's going to be guaranteed issue and everybody's going to have all this stuff. I'm going, it's going to be expensive as heck. Yeah. And I said, yeah, and if you're you know, a lower income person with you know a lot of kids, you're going to get some tax credit from the federal government. They're subsidizing that. Mm-hmm. Well, those folks, that's great for them. That It's a great program for them, the ACA. Mm-hmm. But for somebody that's making sixty or seventy thousand a year, that's a husband and wife, yeah, that just retired, and they're paying eighteen hundred dollars a month for something that's yeah. more than their house payment, and yeah. I can do the same thing for six, yeah, or seven, yeah. You know, so I started looking at those numbers, and we, and that's how we we, we created the the, the program. Okay. Listen, Todd, yeah, I'm going to say competition is getting bigger now. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're probably the most intelligent person we've ever had right on here. the podcast right now. <laughs> oh. yeah. And I'm still a jaguar, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> Between the three of us, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, wow. So, and so, do you? Are you only able to do your pro, uh, issue your product in Pennsylvania? No, we're in okay. forty-four states. Okay. Wow. Wow. So, someone because we do have podcast listeners in Oklahoma and Virginia. Hey, Sean Ramblings. Yeah, we actually and, um, have about seven hundred agents across the country. So, oh, if wow, anybody okay. is interested, all they got to do is call me, and I can put them in contact with one of our guys, yeah, whatever yeah, state yeah, they're in. Yeah. If someone is just kind of in search of some financial advice, what mm-hmm. is the number one question that you get? What's the most common question that if they're the calling you on side? a cold call, on a cold call kind of, or thing, even yeah. with the healthcare, or, or even with the healthcare, yeah, yeah. Healthcare, yeah. healthcare. There's a you know I get a ton. Um, the financial side, most of the time, people are coming in like, hey, I'm retiring in two years. I got you know five hundred thousand yeah. my four hundred one k. What do I do? But are you noticing yeah, a trend that. that they're starting younger than the whole retirement? Thank thing? God. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're they're they are realizing. Uh, I guess parents are starting to do a better job of saying, "Hey, look, start young." Yeah. And I always told people that all the time. Like when you you know, it's not so much the amount that you're putting in; it's the time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's an old story that any financial guy knows. You know, two guys are 25 years old. Yeah. One guy puts 2000 a year away for seven years. The other guy waits seven years and puts 2000 away for 33 years. If they earn the same interest rate at 65, they have the same amount of money. So one contributed 14, one contributed 66. Which one was smarter? Right. The time. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So that, you know, <clears throat> that always starting young and, and saving money. When you're young and you don't have all the expenses. But what's young? But what is that Ah, age? I'm telling my son's 21. I make him save a ton. Yeah. In fact, it's like four savings. Oh, dude, you made 500. All right, you only need 100 and a half to get through this week. We're putting Mm -hmm. this away, (laughs) you know. Yeah. Because he don't need it. All he's going to do is go blow it on, like, (laughs) you know, potato chips or something. So, like, don't do it. Hey. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, for going back to the health plans, do you have a 50-year-old who likes to eat pizza and drink beer plan? Oh, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Look at me. You think I have a – I'm not the kale diet, right? It's called John. It's called John. I'm on the do pasta bazoo diet. So. Oh, there you do go. Do you have oh, the 40-something mom oh, plan with three yeah. kids, and yeah. how the hell do I save yeah. plan? Right? Say that again? The 40-something mom with three kids, yeah. how the hell do you save kind of plan? Mm. That's a tough one, right? Yeah, you put the kids to work. Oh, yeah. Not the <laughs> Out yeah. in the field. Yeah. 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 So no, put the kids to work. That. Like, okay, this yeah. is why I had you. You're yeah. like a slave. <laughs> I can't say that. Yeah. I can't say that. Uh, That's awesome. Now, where do they find you online? Uh, MarleyFG.com. Okay. Mar- that's very and easy. And what is your background? So what what uh, happened that you kind of got into this? Because is finance. I actually was an airline pilot. Oh, get out. Yeah. What? I went to school to Roger, be an airline two, three, pilot. One, two, three, one. Um, I came home. And I actually was in a car accident with my dad up in Quebec. I hit a semi-truck head on. Jesus. Um, but my dad was a prudential rep and had been for 25 years. While I was bartending and sealing driveways and doing you know, all those odds and ends, odds and ends yeah. things that a 24-year-old would do. 
Um, and then I met my wife. Aww. And when I met her, uh, the bartending thing wasn't going to cut it anymore. <laughs> and my dad says, well, why don't you come work at Prudential? I'm thinking, oh, like, shoot me. I'd rather, like, jump off a bridge. And he said, just come in. They'll pay you 400 a week. I'm like, all right. So I go in. And I, I, I became number one in the in the whole region my first year. Like uh, just did calling. extremely well. And what about uh, your son? Is he interested? No. Okay. <laughs> so the apple didn't continue no, to fall. He, he, he's the same way I was. I had yeah. no interest. Um, but I, my guess is, you know, he'll go sow his oats. Yes. He's actually going. He wants to be a truck driver right now, so he's getting his CDL. Uh, he's actually going to pass next week. Um, wants to go travel the country. I said, go, man. You're That's 20. Right. Go. You know? oh, so, wow. But my yeah. guess is, you know, he'll be 30 or something one day, and he'll come home and he'll say, okay, I think this is, I think your life's better than mine, so yeah. I'm going to do what yeah, you do. Nice, sure. Nice. <laughs> now, before we yeah. let you go, we have some questions. You know, yeah. there are awards behind us here. We're at the Pittsburgh Business Show, okay. and there are awards back there. But we don't think we won one, and we probably... I don't know. You may have, but we don't so. think we did. But we want to give you an award just in case. So there are three questions to see if you can earn the prize of Jagoff, okay. uh, King Jagoff, right? Does right. that worry you? How do you no. feel about this? Uh, do you well, think you can Bobby back here calls me a Jag almost every day. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but see, we are the Jagoff podcast, which it's a term of endearment. Yeah. That's yeah. how we speak like, nicely hey, to each other. Jagoff? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here we go. Which Question news one. anchor... Did yoga to demonstrate a bad park job? Was it A. Aaron Martin, B. Colleen Brennan, or C. Kara Sapida? Okay, so first off, I don't know any of those people. Oh, it's Channel Eleven. You're not. A I don't Channel watch. 11 fan. Two, I don't watch TV. Okay. Wow. Um, How do you get your news? N- online. Oh, okay. Fair. Um, fair enough. So, what were the three names? I'll take a guess. All right, Aaron Martin. Don't look at my face. Oh. Colleen Brennan or Kara Sapida? <laughs> Let's go with the first one. Aaron Martin. He's no. a very good friend, but it was Kara Sapida. Yep. Okay. okay. By what? the way, these were featured on the blog, which I'm yes. sure you read on a daily on basis. On a regular basis. Sitting on the That'll toilet. help you become a better yeah. jack-off. What favorite treat that claims to be an easy one to make traumatized John? Was it A, chocolate chips, B, his favorite pretzel jello salad, or C, Rice Krispie treats? I'd say Rice Krispie treats. Correct. Hey, he has now right. told the story yeah. four times yeah. on how he lost fingerprints. <laughs> Look how excited he was, too. He's like, yes. I got a victory. No, See? No, yeah. <laughs> and then the third one is, on our Intercom episode with Larry and John, what Pittsburgh celebrity did we bombard last minute at the KDK studio to be on our podcast? Was it A, Johnny Angel, B, David DiCello, or C, Rick Seaback? Let's go with the B. David DiCello? Yeah. No, it was Rick The right answer is always C. The right it? answer is always C, right? Didn't they Did tell I do you? all yeah. C's? Yeah, yeah. I did do yeah. all C's. Yeah. Three C's. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Uh, well, just making it easier Remind everybody of your website before we let you go. What's that? Remind everybody of your website before we let you uh, go. MarleyFG.com. And it has been a good time. We yeah, appreciate you coming great. here. You make yeah. finance fun. That's a yeah, good hashtag. That's a good oh, thing. look at you, marketing lady. <laughs> You're like, I'm getting a marketing account. Yeah, yeah. You I have to remember that. Yeah. So that oh, is the awesome. Jagoff Podcast. Thanks to Pittsburgh Beautiful for having us. Thanks to all of our guests. Thanks to Linda Joe. And thanks to Mike from uh, Young's Hot Tubs. As Memorial Day weekend approaches, Roraconda basks in the beauty of its neighborhood memories as well as its longevity. Stop by Roraconda and check out a Civic, a Pilot, or anything in between and experience the Rorick difference. As always, visit Rorick.com.